Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Welcome to a Babs mini-sode that we will call Babs in the Big Apple. Oh yeah. From March 31st to April 4th, I was in the Big Apple, a.k.a. NYC, with Vivian. We traveled there to meet up with a couple of Vivian's school friends. So it was three moms, four girls, all sophomores, And it was just a beginning of spring break trip. Now, I had not been to New York City since early 2019 and then was there for a Vivian Gymnastics meet, which was a different beast. So really, I had not experienced New York City proper since Naomi's 13th birthday trip, which was in 2016. And in 2016, we had a grand old time. It was heavily theater-focused, of course, because that's what Naomi was into. We saw Hamilton with the original cast on Broadway, which was amazing. I had no frame of reference for the musical. I do think I watched most of it with my jaw, and I'm not kidding, literally hanging open because it was so, so mesmerizing. I mean... First of all, it was basically entirely in song. I mean, even the dialogue was sung. And to me, that is what every musical should be. Why would you speak words when you can sing them? Boom. This trip, we saw one show on Broadway. It was MJ the Musical. It was not all spoken, or not all sung, I should say. But still, it was freaking amazing. I had no idea. Michael Jackson, of course, I know, grew up with, etc. And I just didn't know anything about the musical. And the funny thing was, so one of the moms on the trip, whose daughter is more uh, musical theater oriented, had picked this show and she just hadn't shared anything about it. I didn't know what the story was. Went into it completely blind. Um, But it was basically the setting was a studio in L.A., And it was Michael Jackson getting ready for his 1992, I believe, Dangerous Worlds tour. And it did do some flashbacks to his childhood. So there were different age level um, Michael Jackson actors. And it was just really totally amazing. Uh, There were some points in this show, this performance, where I think my jaw was hanging open. I will say I wish they had sung more songs completely. Uh, I realize that probably would have taken more time or who knows what type of rights you have to pay for to 
actually incorporate the musical into this performance. But highly, highly recommend. And honestly, I would see it again. Um, I hope that the uh, next actor playing Michael Jackson will be as good as the one we saw, whose name I am totally blanking on right now and don't have in front of me. Uh, But he was amazing and... If it came to me in the Tampa Bay area, I would totally see it. If it went to the Fox Theater in Atlanta, I would legitimately probably fly up to see it. That's just how amazing it was. So go see it, people. MJ the Musical. Other highlights. We also went to the top of the Empire State Building, which I do not think I had been to the top of the Empire State Building since college, maybe. We were blessed with a beautifully crystal clear, sunshiny day. And it was great. We did this express tour, which, of course, cost a pretty penny. Not a tour, but express tickets so that we could skip all the lines. We were able to go in, do the 86th and 102nd floor in an hour, which was good because we get to, had to get one of the girls back to spin off for plans with her mom. And then for Vivian, the piece de resistance of the entire trip, I'm going to say, is going to Madison Square Garden to see a Knicks Wizards game. So obviously not her favorite teams, but the experience of Madison Square Garden, an NBA game, which I think was only Vivian's second, uh, was pretty special. And yes, otherwise on this trip, we did a lot of shopping. I think I set foot for the first time in a Louis Vuitton store, not only a Louis Vuitton store, but on another day, Louis Vuitton pop-up store. Um... (laughs) not sure how much I should delve into all of this, but uh, we stayed in Soho at a fancy hotel, fancier than I would stay at typically if I were traveling to New York City. Uh, We ate at restaurants that were, um, I'm going to say, not overly priced for New York, but you know, New York is expensive. Um, And yeah, in general, there was just a lot of shopping. We did walk the High Line, which was underwhelming, frankly. Um, it's too small. It's crowded. We ended up at Hudson Yards, which one of the moms had warned. She's like, it's just a mall. Uh, my trainer had been telling me, oh, you should totally go to Hudson Yards. It's great. It's a great area. Eh, it was a big mall. I mean, fine, it had five floors. It was big. It was fancy, but... Still, it was a mall, so not my thing. So I kind of wish we had done something else with our time there on Monday afternoon. But anywho, I think Vivian had an amazing time, and I enjoyed it. And just in a little bit here, I am going to do some more deep diving for you. And I will circle back and share a little bit more about MJ the Musical maybe a little bit about the history of the Empire State Building, and maybe a little NBA roundup. Who knows, people, because this is a Babs minisode being brought to you from The Big Apple. MJ the Musical performed at the Neil Simon Theater on Broadway on Sunday, April 2nd, 2023. I'm going to read a bit from the playbill here. Miles Frost, MJ, received the 2022 Tony Award for Best Leading Actor in a Musical for his performance in MJ. He made history, becoming the youngest individual actor to ever win the award. 
Miles hails from Washington, D.C. and is a self-trained pianist, singer, songwriter, dancer, actor, and music producer. Well, okay. Miles is thrilled to make his Broadway debut as the ultimate artist and entertainer, Michael Jackson. All right, that's pretty impressive, actually. I'm going to need to do a little bit of a deeper dive here on Miles Frost because I don't know how old he is and I didn't realize this was his Broadway debut. So let's just do a quick little Google search here. Miles Frost, MJ. Okay, well, of course, Wikipedia comes up first. Okay, he is 23 years old, born July 21st, 1999 in Silver Spring, Maryland. He went to Belmont University, apparently, and Bowie State University. Let's see. He was raised by his mother, Charmaine Strayhorn, a systems engineer, and his grandmother, a school teacher. He developed two enduring passions early in life, golf, beginning at the age of three, and piano, beginning at the age of five. Okay, very, very interesting. He was studying at Bowie State University to be an audio engineer, but he left school when he was cast as Michael Jackson in the Broadway production of MJ the Musical. Wow, this is totally fascinating. And anyway, um, April 2nd was his last show. He was replaced by Elijah Johnson. And actually, I apologize. I saw him on Saturday, April 1st. I was thinking that Sunday, April 2nd, because that was his last show. So pretty impressive. On April 4th, 2023, former President Donald Trump was indicted in the state of New York on 34 criminal counts of falsifying business records in connection with the infamous Stormy Daniels, details of payments to the porn star Playboy model, over which his personal attorney, Michael Cohen, has already gone to jail for. What I'm here to share is that on April 3rd, As you know, I was in New York City with Vivian, and unbeknownst to us, we happened to end up at the corner of Central Park that is closest to his place. I don't even know what he calls it in New York, if it's the Trump Tower, etc. And we exited Central Park, and there were a mob of TV news crews, reporters, police as far as the eye could see, helicopters circling overhead. Uh, I can't say that there were any protesters there, frankly. I'm sure conservative news outlets may have reported that there were, you know, horrible liberal Democrat protesters, but uh, we were there for a little bit, kind of moving in and out, popping into Tiffany's, which was also being caught up in all of the uh, hoopla, but... Uh, nothing was happening. Nobody was shouting, screaming, throwing anything. Nobody was attacked. Nobody was attacking the police. The police weren't attacking anybody. So if you've heard anything otherwise, at least on the afternoon of April 3rd, when Trump was arriving uh, to his residence to be indicted, I can tell you firsthand that did not happen. 
However, on April 4th, Vivian and I were flying out of LaGuardia, and I was a little worried because I had heard there would be some road closures around his uh, route from his residence to the Manhattan Criminal Court. And I do not know New York City geography well enough or even where LaGuardia is relative to the rest of New York City geography. And so I was a little worried about getting to the airport, so we left a little earlier than I would have. Got there, no problem. Got on our plane. Flight scheduled to depart at 3.45. We board. I'm sitting on the plane. I'm watching the TV screen. I have it on CNN, but I don't have volume. Um, So I'm just watching, and I'm kind of reading, and I see the whole motorcade going from the courthouse, and, you know, he's going to the airport. So anyway... Just sitting there watching it all, watching it all. I have no idea what airport this guy's flying in and out of. Private airport, JFK, LaGuardia, Newark, who knows? All of a sudden, Vivian, who is sitting at the window, taps me on the shoulder. And I think you can guess where this is going. I look out the window, and there's Trump's plane right next to us. The big plane with the name Trump emblazoned on the side. I look at my TV screen. I look outside the window. So that was actually pretty funny. It was more funny to Vivian, who noticed it. Then my only concern became, I start looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, now it's 4 p.m. We need this plane in the air so we don't get our runway taken away from the sleazebag former president. Can't believe anyone would actually ever vote for him again. (laughs) See? And if you listen this far, that's probably the most outspoken political statement you've heard from me in quite a while. But frankly, people, it's still just all about my New York trip and how amusing that was. And this concludes the Babs mini-sode, Babs and the Big Apple. Thank you for listening.